0: Welcome to the Booth Review here at WALF 89.7, Alfred, New York, Alfred. Today we're here with me or Nathan King and Brandon Higley. Hello. We're going to be talking about some NBA, some NHL, and some uh, NFL sports today. Uh, first off, AFC Championship uh, reactions.
1: Yeah, so uh, first thing I got is Another battle between the two best quarterbacks in the AFC, in my opinion.
0: AFC, yeah. Uh, I think I have Allen number three right now, uh, but you have Joe Burrow out there, and you had Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, they put on an offensive show out there.
1: Yeah, these two, uh, they're just proven winners. They always have been, and they did. A, they put on another show for us last night. So.
0: Yeah, you saw Joe Burrow out there. Obviously, he had two picks, not his strongest game, but still an offensive, you know, pass attack from both the Bengals and the Chiefs. Lack of a run game by both of them, with, uh, I think, 70 combined rush yards by, was it the Bengals? And only about 35 from the Chiefs.
1: Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, Burrow extremely talented, but I think his O-line is crumbling. His O-line definitely sold. The end of the season, He uh, sacked five times for a loss of 32 yards last night.
0: Yeah, especially in key moments in the game that left him out of field goal range or, you know, just set him back completely to punt early in the game.
1: Makes you wonder if they regret, I mean, they, I'm sure they don't regret drafting Jamar Chase, but if they could have invested in some offensive line.
0: Dude, what round. about now that they're going into the offseason, do you think they're going to draft another lineman?
1: You would You would think so.
0: You would hope so.
1: Whether that be interior tackle, somewhere, you got to start somewhere, start building the blocks.
0: They have the best receiving core in the league, in my opinion, with Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, um, T. Higgins. I feel like yeah. they really just need to address that. I
1: think it's easily the best trio in the NFL. Maybe, yeah. Maybe ever.
0: And then it doesn't hurt having Joe Mixon in the backfield.
1: No. Or Pirine. Ryan. Pirine's a good receiving back. Yep. Hayden Hurst, solid game, four catches, 37 yards. Not bad for all the talent that he has to spread the ball out to. So
0: Defense on both sides. Um, secondary didn't look great for either. No. Uh, two interceptions by the Chiefs out there. Uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jalen Watson, Josh Williams, two nice picks on Burrow. Two key picks on Burrow. And Chris Jones led the team with two sacks, but... Jips really. had five total. So yeah, really a game really changer.
0: Eli Apple, burnt toast, kind of yeah. really gave up a lot of a lot of key plays later yeah. in the game he, and key
1: defensive holding on third down late in the fourth quarter at moved the sticks and
0: also an early touchdown. It's, it's tough right?
1: to feel bad for Eli Apple after all the all the mess he was talking all week. So.
0: Yeah, it's tough. It's hard to feel bad at all for the Bengals after everything they were saying with the whole burrow head and all that. That's
1: what I was gonna say. The Bengals they could talk all they want, but they couldn't back it up.
0: It made the Bengals go from a favorite from fans to something one that just,
1: you know, and quite it, annoying. It was it was pretty cool to see the reactions of some of the Chiefs after the game. They looked like they held it in all week. Especially Kelsey, you have to love the Kelsey, Kelsey brothers, Chris Jones. Yeah,
0: you have to love it, and the smoking that Chiefs pack or that Bengals pack, obviously.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh i wanted to talk about mahomes his career arc so far i mean he's back in the super bowl it's his third super bowl appearance in five seasons
0: yeah third and five seasons he's made the playoffs in all of his years he's made a championship game every year hasn't yeah.
1: he he's never played a road playoff game in his career
0: yeah and i think he has a qbr of over 110 i think it's like one, 113 i believe in the afc championship game
1: he uh at this rate in his first five seasons he's you can stack his resume up against any quarterback, maybe in the history of the NFL, and it, not feel bad about it.
0: Yeah. No, he's a Hall of Famer at 27 years old. You see Mahomes out there. Um, if it wasn't for a key play, a key, uh, was it offsides? That, against Brady?
1: Yeah. AFC was, uh, Championship. Who was it? That was 2019? Yeah. I uh, Arrow, was that in error? If it
0: wasn't for that play, though, they, that would have been four Super Bowls. Yeah, five that years. Was,
1: that was his first year starting. So, like, yeah. obviously his rookie year, he's at the bench. But
0: uh, yeah, and he came right off the bench. And I think he's maybe the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. Right. Obviously, Brady's the goat with the accolades. But
1: Mahomes is on his way.
0: If Mahomes keeps it up, and the Burrow and everyone keeps saying you know Brady Manning uh, the comparisons, but Burrow and Mahomes really seem to be the future of the it's, league.
1: It's so cliche how people say that Mahomes is like an alien and. All this, but he really is. Like, you watch you his watch game, him play, and there's nobody in the history of the league like Patrick Mahomes. He
0: has eight plays a year that you see, and you're like, I've never seen that before in my life. Yeah. That little flick he made earlier in the year was ridiculous. Some of his like leaning passes, the sidearms. Mahomes is truly just one of a kind talent, and as a Bills fan, I hate to see it.
1: Going back on what we said, when he sat his first rookie year, that makes it even more impressive because this sample size is really only four years because Alex Smith started his whole rookie season, so. He's made the AFC Championship game all five years because they made it when Alex Smith was there. But
0: yeah, no, like you were saying with uh, Patrick Mahomes, even him sitting, he's breaking records for like five years or whatever while only playing four years of yeah, his career.
1: He's unbelievable.
0: So I think Mahomes is truly he's going to be quite around for quite a while, and he's going to stay at on top, and barring a major injury.
1: Found it interesting that uh, neither one game really got going. Especially since late in the year, that both teams kind of had fe- pretty solid run games. I
0: feel like it. Obviously, the the Chiefs won, but if the Chiefs got to go, or the Bengals got to go, they could have had more success. Could've they were kind the of difference. both one dimensional offenses when it came to the pass game.
1: I mean, Joe Mixon, I don't know, countless Pro Bowls, uh, accolades, mm-hmm. eight carries for nineteen yards. Uh, his longest rush was seven, two point four yards per carry.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they didn't. It, both games, so this game, they didn't even have that many yards per play compared to, you know, a typical game. And you. I guess you'll see that in the playoffs, but still, it it's surprising that eight carries for Joe Mixon, you know, who's made all pros, has made pro bowls, you know. He's really talented back, top five in the league, and he was barely onto it all when he can be a real difference maker.
1: Yeah. Uh, for the Chiefs, Pacheco, 10 carries, 26 yards. McKinnon, four carries, just one yard. So not much better on that side. No.
0: Flipping over to uh, the Eagles-49ers game, Uh, Eagles won quite the blowout, it was really close in the first half, but second half, obviously, things flipped around, but I think that really has to do a lot with um, Purdy getting injured in first drive.
1: Yeah, just terrible luck all year for the 49ers, I mean, you, you go into the season with high hopes with your top three draft pick, Trey Lance, he goes down. Then you feel good about Garoppolo. He may be the best backup. Yeah, Garoppolo's been there before. He goes down. So then, now you're in a pickle. Brock Purdy exceeds everybody's expectations. Mr. Irrelevant, yeah. Great season from Brock Purdy. He put himself in the Offensive Rookie of the Year candidate. Yeah. uh, Candidacy.
0: I don't think he'll win it, but 100% he showed that, you know, he's a worthy player in the league.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's going to stick. He might might have earned the starting job next season. It's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be be an interesting
0: quarterback room. But it's it's crazy to see though like how like the 49ers and everything even with all of that made it so far with Brock Purdy and then once he goes down it's their offense stagnated
1: quarterback is the most important position in sports yeah and it showed why last night
0: and yeah it definitely showed and I feel like the I saw the offensive coordinator and like the I saw the uh coach getting blamed for not having a good quarterback but you have three good quarterbacks so that's more than a lot of teams don't even have three quarterbacks rostered
1: no which is I was going to add on that, uh, I think it would be a smart strategy maybe in the playoffs to start dressing three quarterbacks just because of what happened last night. I mean, yeah. I usually think it's a good idea anyway because two plays and you're stuck playing a running back, a fullback, a wide receiver, a quarterback, it's not going to go well. Who is starting for them?
0: Josh Johnson, right? Josh
1: Johnson. He's yeah. been everywhere. He's been in the XFL, the USFL, the AAF.
0: I think he's been on 14 NFL rosters. Yeah. So yeah, it, he gets his first playoff start, but when you have even with experience everywhere, when you just go into a playoff game against a real stout Eagles defense, yeah. it, you yeah. don't really have much of a chance.
1: San Francisco's O line didn't impress me very much yesterday either They didn't do much to help Josh Johnson out. I mean they were getting they weren't blocking
0: from him they were yeah, they were throwing a fit genuine Trent Williams,
1: yeah, that was pretty childish.
0: <laughs> he threw a punch, which you don't see someone just throwing an outright punch. I'd be scared, personally. Yeah, he's a big dude. <laughs> he's a I very would, big I dude. I wouldn't get all up in his face.
1: But, <laughs> uh, I wanted to give credit to Christian McCaffrey, though. I mean, he, he still proved that he's him. I mean, he had a heck of a game. Christian like McCaffrey was great.
0: Uh, other than his little pass to uh, nowhere, <laughs> he... Heck of a game by Christian McCaffrey. He had the only touchdown of the game for them. That was a grown man run.
1: He, uh, 15 carries, 84 yards, and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. The only real bright spot at all on either side of the ball for the Niners, I think.
0: Yeah, completely agree. With the Eagles and the Niners, uh, the offensive game kind of stagnated, even when with all the points that the Eagles uh, put up. Uh, I think there was an average of less than 3.5 for both teams in um, yards per play. Uh, no passing touchdowns by either team. Uh, the running game, there were five touchdowns, four of them coming from the Eagles, and uh, one of them coming from Christian McCaffrey yeah. of the 49ers. So you can really see complete opposites in the game where they got a run game going and no pass game. But I think with Purdy, it would have been a lot different. and They would have passed, especially yeah, with the I weapons mean, they have. They
1: have countless receivers. I mean, McCaffrey's a receiver himself, basically. You got Kittle, a top three tight end at his position, mm-hmm. Debo Samuel. Absolute Swiss Army knife. Brandon Ayuk, one of the more uh, underrated route runners in the NFL. In the I community. think
0: Brandon Ayuk is amazing. He's athletic, too. So you great. see a hurdle, pl- a few hurdle plays every year that he makes, and Brandon Ayuk is an incredibly – he's a solid receiver.
1: Niners defense, just one team sack. Uh, for a defense that earlier in the week I was saying if they can pull off a Super Bowl, maybe one of the best of all time in that discussion. But one team sack, Eric Armstead. Couldn't really get to Hurts. They were on the field quite a bit, though.
0: Yeah, Uh, especially with the offense going three and out multiple times. And the big uh, changer, in my opinion, would be three turnovers, three fumbles from the 49ers offense that really has defense out there. Uh I think defense with what they had to work with, with uh, the offense stagnating, they did well, especially in the first half. They were killing it. But come second half, they couldn't really get anything going. They were out there too much and just gave up a lot of points.
1: Jalen Hurts... uh... Not his best passing game by any means. 15 no. of 25 for 121 yards and uh, zero touchdowns. The receivers, the leading receiver, Devontae Smith, two catches, 36 yards. Mm. One of those catches maybe shouldn't have counted, but... I, I don't think he survived the, the ground.
0: It, it would have been sick if, it, it, sick if I thought it was an actual catch, but I think it he didn't survive the ground. I saw the ball move, but I, I don't think it would have been a difference maker in the game. Just due to the nature of you know Purdy going down,
1: but as a team rushing wise, Eagles forty four carries, one hundred and forty eight yards, four touchdowns, mm-hmm. two to Miles Sanders, one to Jalen Hurts, and one to Boston Scott. Yeah, um, so that just, that speaks to the dominance that the Philly line has continued to show all season long.
0: Yeah, you have a Kelsey Super Bowl right now. Yeah, love Jason Kelsey, love Travis Kelsey. Whether I like either team or not, I feel like uh, they're both incredible dude so it'll be fun to see
1: as a tight end lover I'm big Travis Kelsey fan
0: big Travis Kelsey guy Tra- Kelsey's hilarious but but um uh, I think in my opinion though if they're completely healthy the 49ers still have the best roster in the NFL
1: yeah I mean you throw in Trey Lance maybe like with all the experience he would have gained all season yeah if you th- he winds up even what Purdy was and he doesn't go down.
0: I even think Garoppolo could have like uh, even with him in the offense would be really well. Like they he Garoppolo, could run the plays. Yeah,
1: he was one possession away from winning a Super Bowl himself, so. Yeah. Against the Chiefs, so.
0: In that defense, even with the lack of pressure the today throughout the season with uh Nick Bosa and the other, uh, you know, pass rushers, they phenomenal great defense out there. It's good secondary. Like I think they have the best complete roster when healthy. Mm -hmm. but obviously injuries are a big part of the game. You saw that with some other teams. Uh, Steelers, until they got T.J. Watt back, were kind of stagnated. Buffalo definitely had key injuries with their fourth-string safety going in and their loss to the Bengals.
1: Von Miller going down.
0: Von Miller was big, yeah. Like a high going Mm -hmm. down. (laughs) Yeah, we can just keep on going. Offensive line, Josh Allen's (laughs) elbow. Yeah. (laughs) It was rough, but, I mean... Injuries are a part of the game, and at the end of the day, the Eagles played a better game than the Niners. And... Yeah, you
1: still got to give Philly credit. I mean, Hassan Reddick bullied their offensive line all the day. Two sacks, a fumble recovery, almost two fumble recoveries, very close on the one sack on Josh Johnson.
0: It was close, yeah. Uh, Hassan Reddick, under, underappreciated player. I feel like a lot of the Eagles are underappreciated.
1: I agree. Their edge rushers, very good.
0: Yeah. Uh, as normal, uh, stay classy, Philly. They, uh, Rioted after, kind of. They yeah. they were climbing up poles. You saw a few fires. I saw um someone go through like a t- like a bus stop. They were st- like six of them standing on top, going through. That's great. And if they win Super Bowl, I expect. Look out. Yeah. Be safe. <laughs> them birds. Um, for the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. Um, one more thing I wanted to add about Mahomes. While we're still talking about yeah the NFL, ah, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Out of every rebellion in the playoffs, he might have had the worst receiving core in the postseason.
0: He's definitely up there.
1: Minus Kelsey, obviously, he's the best at his position. Yeah. We're talking strictly wide receivers. I he gets it done. He does more with less at the wide receiver position. He doesn't have a lot of run,
0: like running back help either, which is a problem.
1: No, nope, they have a almost a three-headed tandem. I mean, Edwards Hilaire's been banged up, but mm. Pacheco, McKinnon. That nobody, also nobody, makes sense. Nobody really stands out. Juju Smith-Schuster, MVS, had a good game yesterday. But, I mean, he's not a guy that's going to blow the top off your defense either. So
0: No. Um, so, I, yeah, no, definitely with last. Obviously, Kelsey is the best tight. Ty- you can't cover him. He's going to get catches. It's impossible to stop him. He's
1: such a safety blanket for Mahomes. It's, yeah. He knows that if he's in trouble, he can just look 87's way, and he's going to be there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, a highlight I want to point out, uh, double coverage, uh, Jamar Chase. Yeah. Sick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you can really heave it to that guy, and he's going to catch it every yeah. time. Him and Justin Jefferson are phenomenal. and
1: T. Other- higgins underrated as well. He had, T. A, Tyler- had a great game six catches, 83 yards, and a touchdown. And his touchdown catch, he went up and got it in the end zone.
0: Yeah. And even though he didn't have a phenomenal game, Tyler Boyd, not really ever talked about, and he's still a no, great receiver out there.
1: He's probably, I mean, he's the number one, number three receiver in the NFL. If he wasn't in Cincinnati, he'd be. Easily a solid number two, if not a low-end wide receiver one. I think. Yeah,
0: I think he, especially being the three, he goes in there and he gets catches, he gets his job done. And he doesn't put,
1: complain. He just does his job. He does
0: his job, yeah. I, I, he's not very vocal. You don't hear him talking much yeah. ever. Um, So on to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, obviously, uh, Eagles, Chiefs, like we said, a Kelsey Super Bowl. I feel like the key points to the game, I feel like if the Chiefs get their offense going, because Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, their offense, it can come down like, you know, pouring rain. Yeah. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. They're even when down. Like the, yeah.
1: But I think that Philly is, I mean, they obviously have their share of great wide receivers and explosiveness, yeah. but if they wanted to control the game through the ground game and just dominate up front, I think they could do that and try to keep the ball away from Mahomes. As that's what I'm saying. I feel like
0: the offense is maybe a little better for the Chiefs with uh, Patrick Rhodes' passing attack. I feel like the passing offense is better. I feel like the Eagles are a more complete team, better O line, yeah. better D line. They they're, they're really better.
1: Rushers.
0: Besides quarterback, they're kind of better all around, in my opinion. Hurts yeah, is a good quarterback. It's not
1: that big a fall off, right? Yeah, AJ Brown and Jalen, Jalen like Hurts is in this league. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so I feel like. In my opinion, I, I have the Eagles.
1: Uh, I have a final score here I'm going to throw out here. It's, I put Philadelphia 31, Kansas City 21, simply because I think that Philly will wear out Kansas City enough and keep possession long enough to hold Mahomes to 21 points. They're just going to dominate up front. They have the best O-line in the game, and they're going to they're gonna lean on one more time.
0: See, I have the Eagles. Eagles 24, Chiefs 21. And I Pretty feel similar. I feel like it's going to be a ground game, and a lot of point, There's going to be points scored, but I feel like Eagles are going to, if they control the time of possession, there's not going to be a lot of points yeah, scored with exactly. that. You have Boston Scott back there. You have Miles Sanders back there. Both phenomenal runners. Jalen Hurts takes off when he wants kind of to.
1: well. he's got some speed back there. Yeah.
0: So yeah. I feel like with that,
1: obviously, I mean, you can always sprinkle it down to AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith. I yeah. Mean, those guys we didn't even really mention Dallas reader.
0: Goddard. He died yeah, phenomenal tight end as well. It's gonna be a good tight end battle, I feel.
1: Fact about Devontae Smith that I just seen, he can be the first wide receiver ever and the fourth player of all time to win the Heisman Trophy, the College Football National Championship, and the Super Bowl in his career. Really? The mm-hmm. other three are Tony Dorset, yep. Charles Woodson, and Marcus Allen. So Devontae that's Smith. That's a pretty to, elite group. Looking to get some good company there.
0: Yeah, that no, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Um no, I I think it's going to be a good game, though. And I feel like uh, at the end of the day, the e- I've doubted the Eagles all year, and I've really made the mistake now that they're in the Super Bowl. And I feel like if I doubt them again, it's just going to be me wrong.
1: Kind of a cool storyline for Kansas City, too, that everybody thought at the beginning of the year maybe they'd take a step back, losing Tyreek Hill. Tyreek
0: uh, Hill's big, but that...
1: Patrick Mahomes just proves that he could make anybody better.
0: And Andy Reid just proves that he is, he's a phenomenal coach.
1: Great offensive mind.
0: Yeah. I'm um, still on the football thing um, Where do you think the Bills are going?
1: I, In my opinion, I think the Bills need another receiver I agree Because obviously, Stephon Diggs is amazing and yeah, You can't always go to him because of the coverage looks he gets sometimes in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. And I think the Bills relied, or were trying to rely on Gabe Davis being more of a weapon for them But he took a step back, I feel
0: I feel like in the beginning of the year Gabe Davis looked like he was going to be like a borderline one is how he looked I at agree. the beginning of the year and then I he- saw
1: him play in person against the Steelers and that was one of the best wide receiver performances I've seen in my life. So in
0: last year in the Super Bowl or not Super Bowl, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. last year AFC champ or yeah divisional round, right? Divisional, yeah, arrowhead. four touchdowns, uh, Arrowhead, which is ridiculous. Still in the loss, obviously, yeah. but he looked like he was going to take a major step forward. As did Isaiah McKenzie in the preseason, and they both. None, no one stepped up. We oh. had injuries to Crowder, um, and obviously Allen dealing with the injury, so the receiving group didn't look great out there and
1: maybe uh maybe some of that goes to blame to maybe Ken Dorsey that's what I was about to say
0: I feel like Dorsey really didn't call like his calls were predictable when it came to that and I feel like at the beginning of the year he looked great and then later on it kind of stagnated and his plays became the same thing every week and I feel like either he's gonna have to change his style or we're gonna have to change coordinators
1: just uh shows how on uh What's the word I want to use? uh, Ungrateful people were for Brian Dable at times. Yeah. He's a genius, genius football coach. Look at
0: Danny Dimes right now with Giants. Yeah. Danny
1: Dimes, a year ago, looked like maybe one of the biggest reaches in the history of the NFL draft. I mean, he's pretty serviceable for the Giants right now. Yeah. Great, great playoff game.
0: Two teams that can't be upset, Giants and Seahawks (coughs) both. I feel like no expectations for either going into the year, and they both blew people out of the water. Solid playoff
1: teams, not just... Sneaking in because of yeah. default. I mean, they both deserve to be there. The
0: Giants beat the Vikings. The Vikings were the sec- the two seed, right? Right. So right. it r- really 43. big surprise. They yeah, were
1: the three because the 49ers were the two. Yeah, 49ers were the still, two, but they still had like yeah, 13 wins, I believe. And Seattle hung in with San Francisco for quite a while in that game until the talent just took over on offense.
0: Yeah, right. and the huge props. Um, Geno Smith, everyone doubted them, obviously, and he came out and he, he did his job. It's a
1: good story. Another and. good story, uh, speaking of the Super Bowl we were talking about, is Jalen Hurts finally proving to everybody that he is the guy.
0: Jalen Hurts is the guy for uh, a long time to come, I feel. I
1: just I remember when I was younger watching college football. He was so great at Alabama, and then he started to question his play a little bit. Mm-hmm. Got benched in the National Championship, transferred to Oklahoma. Excelled at Oklahoma, Heisman finalist. Goes out for the NFL Draft. People questioned if he's going to be an NFL quarterback. Yeah, doubt him again. He finally earns a starting job. They get rid of Carson Wentz, a guy who would have won a league MVP had he not gotten injured.
0: Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl year, obviously you had Nick Foles come in, unbelievable run.
1: And that's the guy he replaced. Yeah. Who was also he was the number two overall pick in the entire draft. Mm -hmm. And the Uh, Eagles piece of their future.
0: After that Super Bowl, people were thinking the Eagles, they're not going to make it back. A few years later, different coach change. And, uh, yeah, Eagles are right back with one of the most impressive rosters in the league right now.
1: Got to feel good for Jalen Hurts. He yeah. keeps proving the doubters wrong. Hopefully he can get it done.
0: First-year coach, right, in Philadelphia?
1: I believe this is his second year.
0: Second, Still, second-year coach to go all the way to the Super Bowl. Yes.
1: is Jamestown, New York native, Nick Sirianni.
0: Did not know that. Yes, huh. sir. No, and the Eagles are definitely a team I doubted early in the year. Switching back over, uh, the Bills in their offseason, I feel like there's a few things that need to be addressed. Edmonds is uh, going to be a free agent. Poyer yeah. is a free agent. You have Saffold. Singletary, yeah, Singletary, Saffold.
1: Jordan Phillips. Yeah. Dean Marlowe.
0: And they're going to lack of money right now.
1: Got to make some decisions. You have it's to tough, make some decisions. decisions.
0: Yeah. I feel like either they're going to have to restructure Allen's deal or a lot of players are going to leave. I feel like Poyer's already out the door. Yeah. To, no yeah. way to make a deal with him over two years now, and he's probably gone, and it's he's tough to up, see. He's
1: probably up, and he's on the wrong side of 30 as well.
0: So. Yeah, but he's a phenomenal player, and if anyone deserves to be paid, it's him. So if he's going to go out and get the bag somewhere, good for him. Um, but
1: Another guy I wanted to talk about is, he's not on my list here, but there was rumors going around that it might be Micah Hyde's last go-around as well.
0: Yeah, I've seen that, especially with him getting older. Yeah. I feel like it might not be bad for the Bills to get a fresh start, but it also, those guys were kind of what made Sean McDermott like on the spot. Like He picked up Poirier, picked up Hyde. In the last five years, they've been the best safety yeah. like tandem, in my opinion.
1: Best safety tandem in the NFL. Those guys, you think Buffalo defense, you think that safety pair. Yeah. Those guys and just make it so hard for the quarterbacks to... Uh,
0: yeah, no, they've really what, they were what really defined the Buffalo defense, along with Tredavious White in 2017-2018. But it's going to be some big moves that the Bills are going to have to make. And, you know, it's it's going to be shocking to see what they do. And I'm not sure if they're going to make any major wide receiver moves, so they're going to have to draft well.
1: A lot of people talking about is their window closing. I think yes and no. I mean, if they don't make any significant retools to their roster, I think yeah. But, I mean, they still have number 17. Yeah. And they still have Stephon Diggs.
0: That's what I think is that no matter how like what the roster looks like with the quarterback like Josh Allen out there, you, just like if you have Aaron Rodgers, no matter what receiver core he had or exactly. anything, you, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, you're, it's a quarterbacks league, so they're always going to be contenders. You had people even like Eli Manning, what in the postseason was amazing. He showed up in the postseason even without great rosters, took him to the Super Bowl one, two of them. Drew Brees had terrible rosters for years. It's just you have a good quarterback. You'll always have a window, but their window is definitely barely hanging open at this point yeah. with uh the injuries and people leaving. Yeah, so
1: I mean they just gotta they gotta start drafting well. They gotta be smart with their money. Uh Dawson Knox contract.
0: That's it it end of the year started looking a little better, but it's still too much of a contract. If it,
1: last it, year, at the end of last year, if you told me he, that was the contract he was gonna get, I was I would think maybe not terrible. Mm-hmm. But the way he performed this regular season, Do you, you can't you you can't keep him at that cap hit. You've got to restructure somehow with him.
0: You're a big tight end guy. You have to agree with me. It was <coughs> really a down year for tight ends.
1: Yeah, I mean, other than Kelsey,
0: Kelsey's the anomaly. But like Kittle was hurt.
1: Kittle Kittle was banged up. Yeah. Yeah. Goddard got hurt. Mark Andrews Fire Ruth got hurt. Mark Andrews played with Tyler Huntley for a long, long time. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. But it's still a down year for all tight ends, in yeah. my opinion, Kyle other Pitts than Kelsey. Tyler Pitts disappointing season. Good looked good. Um, Dalton Schultz was very disappointing compared yeah. to his previous year. I mean, the year.
1: only guy that met expectations was 87, obviously. he's yeah. He's just that good.
0: He is that good. He, he might go down... He could be up there for the best tight end of all time Uh, when he's finished.
1: When it's all said and done. I mean, he's still got a lot of good football left in him.
0: He's definitely the best receiving tight end I think I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, him and Rob Gronkowski, very, very good. Mm -hmm. Prime Gronk was special as well.
0: Gronk was a really big red zone threat, uh, especially, like, he just overpowered people. Kelsey's good for, like, the mid routes and even some deeper routes sometimes that Gronk couldn't do. Um, both different in their style of, like, you know, as pass catchers, but both obviously some of the greats.
1: Yeah, I think Kelsey, Kelsey can run after the catch, but he's known for finding an open spot in the defense and kind of just getting open. Gronk mm-hmm. was very, very good after the catch. Like, he would break a tackle, throw a stiff arm. He was a robot out there.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, He was definitely throw people around, and even in the Buccaneers' time, he looked like he was fast walking, but he was still shoving people around, and he's just... Fun guy, and he could always take over.
1: Both guys terrorized my Steelers every <laughs> time we seen them.
0: Yeah, I was in the I, we we played them twice a year as a Bills fan. So
1: seeing Kelsey in the playoffs all the time. Yep. Gronk at late in the year, big games, just
0: it hurts. You can't can cover them. They're mm-hmm. just
1: they're better than you, and they're gonna they're gonna show you why.
0: Staying in the direction of uh, Buffalo, how about them Sabres?
1: Yeah. Very uh, very promising I mean, start to the season for Buffalo Sabres fans.
0: Shootout yeah. lost the other day, but it still leaves them only one point out of playoffs. Um,
1: seven of the last eight possible points, so very, very good end of the uh, first half here if they can find a way to win Wednesday night here. No, That's so what I'm saying.
0: They're one of the hottest teams right now, winning five of their last six, correct? Um, um, s-
1: seven of their last eight points, so, I mean, the point streak's... Pretty
0: high. Yeah, uh, I know that the Sabres are definitely looking promising, obviously. New culture, I feel, a lot younger. Um, I think the removal of uh, Eichel was really big for the change in yeah. everything. Kind of the building blocks, it all changed uh, the dynamic, and yeah. The,
1: the return for the Eichel trade is what started it all. I mean, Alex Tuck, a guy who grew up and was raised in Syracuse. Yeah. He's been a Buffalo Sabres fan his whole life. He wants to be there. I think he's the future captain of the Buffalo Sabres uh, once Kyle Ocposo retires. Um, he's produced more than Jack Eichel has in Vegas so far since yeah. the trade. He's played more games, but his points per game, higher than Jack Eichel's.
0: Yeah, no, obviously. So, Jack, I mean, Jack Eichel's still a great player, obviously. Great hockey
1: player. His leadership,
0: big mm-hmm. question mark.
1: Yeah. His and Effort sometimes big question mark.
0: It really toxic to the locker room environment in Buffalo. Yeah. And now without them, uh, I youngest roster in the NHL by quite a, wide a few. margin, yeah. Yeah.
1: Especially, I mean, they have a forty year old goaltender and very mid thirties captain. I mean, you get you yeah. Do, you subtract those guys, and
0: you have yeah the youngest team by even farther, which goes yeah. to show. And they're all happy. They're to they be there. They all want
1: to be there. That is the biggest thing that kevin adams wanted when he took over as general manager he uh wanted to establish the same culture that the buffalo bills had
0: i think it's big in any sport every team that is successful has a great culture uh you look at you know football and everything you see that you know the eagles put out a christmas album i mean if that shows anything and obviously uh, the chiefs are you see them do stuff all the time um basketball you have teams like the warriors that have been together forever that do every event together so i feel like chemistry is really big and now yeah. sabers I mean, you've that sabers have got all these
1: young kids they're, they all live together they hang out every single day yeah and like hockey they don't the get people. sick of each other they go to the rink they practice they play games they come back hang out again eat dinner together they pretty cool to see i mean three years ago if you told me that this was the way the sabers would be right now yeah i wouldn't believe you
0: and it. It goes to show as well, uh, I think the Buffalo's culture in general is really good. It's I f- such
1: a hidden gem of a city.
0: Yeah, I, I agreed. The food's amazing, but the the fans there will completely back you 100%. They'll be there for everything. They'll cheer louder than most fans ever will, even so in a small market.
1: about both teams.
0: Yeah. So with them improving, I think it's really become obviously big on football, but it's kind of a hockey town, too. The support for them is unreal.
1: When the Buffalo Sabres are good and in playoff contention, it's as much a hockey town as anything.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. And it's I feel kind like, of
1: been watered down in the recent years, obviously because of the drought. But yeah, it is a great, great hockey town, especially I think come playoff time.
0: You have players, yeah. Tage Thompson, phenomenal. You, uh it's unreal what he does. Unbelievable
1: yeah. development, like one of the maybe the weirdest uh, breakouts and developments in sports history. I, I feel mean, like
0: yeah, no one really kind of like. I feel like he wasn't really expecting he came out there, and now Tage Thompson, he has a point almost every night.
1: It's here's a guy, he's 6 foot 7 playing forward in the NHL. Under. I mean, you look at him and you think this guy's a defenseman because he is just massive. He towers over every single one of those line mates. Even some of the defensemen, he just he's huge. He looks like a giraffe on skates, but he's <laughs> so smooth.
0: And then you have the defenseman.
1: And, I mean, in St. Louis, he was a first round pick. Yeah. did not did not contribute Whatsoever, really. Mm-hmm. Traded a Buffalo in the O'Reilly <laughs> trade. And the guy, still nothing like for his first couple of seasons. Eichel leaves, and they're looking for a new linemate with Jeff Skinner. And
0: Skinner's Thompson, great, too.
1: Thompson, <laughs> he had been playing wing. Don Granado, who I believe gets a lot of the credit for Thompson's breakout, moves him to center, and he explodes last season. Just yep. an unbelievable year, and he's already having... As good, if not better, of a year now.
0: Yeah, and the fans are backing him. People love Tage Thompson now. Jersey sales are way up, obviously, and he's going out, and he's just really someone to root for with this uh, development of his career.
1: Everybody on this team, I mean, there is so many guys having career years.
0: I feel like your guy. Uh, talk about defenseman Darlene. Yes, sir. People were saying, you know, that you know early on that he might be a bust or that he's not going to break out. Now he's still very young. He's breaking out, you know. You were talking about how six, seven forward, you don't see that. You'd expect him to be a defenseman. I, looking at Darlene, you wouldn't think he's a defenseman. Right. He I looks mean, like a 14-year-old boy, but he's out there. You know He's phenomenal at what he does. He's, he even scores a lot of the time. And yeah, he's, I mean,
1: he doesn't even well, – when you watch him play hockey, if you watch him skate and watch him handle the puck, you'd think he's also a center. I mean, the way he yeah. just – he is almost the point guard of what they do. He enters the puck himself. He sets up everything. He's just so smart. His hockey IQ is out, off the charts. He, uh, he's a special talent.
0: Yeah, the Savers really look like they look like a senior college team. <laughs> the age of the players and everything. It's, it's fun to watch, and I feel like in the future, like it's just going to keep getting better. They're going to keep developing, and it's really a bright future, bright outlook for this Buffalo Savers team.
1: Uh, another great story for the Buffalo Savers, Jeff Skinner. This guy called a trophy winner in Carolina, gets traded to Buffalo, has a decent first couple years, scores 30 goals. Then the Sabres have Ralph Krueger, maybe the worst <laughs> hockey coach on the planet. Yeah, He uh, takes a guy who's scored goals at a high clip his entire career, scratches him, puts him on the fourth line with guys who can't even carry their own skates. Mm-hmm. Just so unfair. He never complained. He always showed up, worked hard. We hire Granado. And uh, he is having maybe his best year of his career this year, and nobody that I'm happier for than Jeff Skinner this year.
0: Yeah, and then there's some other people, obviously, like Olaf Sin and everything that are really stepping up. And I feel like another part of it, uh, Kim Pagula is not really as hands-on right now. And when she was, I feel like she made a lot of decisions that just weren't great for the team.
1: Yeah, I would have to agree with that. I mean, the way that Terry handles the bills, he just kind of lets the analytics guys He hires the guys and lets them do their job. So I mean, this Sabres team, very analytic driven, and yeah. it's it's proving that it's working. It's the new age of sports in general. I think
0: new age of sport. Every sport has analytics. You would do things like, especially with like baseball, had the shift going on, and a lot more threes are being shot due to the analytics. And even the Rockets did a small ball lineup, you know, yeah. a few years ago, just because they thought it would work. Did it work too well? I mean, with Harden, they got to yeah. the West
1: Finals, but I mean, but that no, which like, team was just
0: yeah. With Harden, it worked. Without Harden, it doesn't work as well because he's he, he was their point scorer.
1: Yeah, uh, The Sabres, a lot of their lineups vary driven by expected goals, mm-hmm. which is a new analytic. Uh, and at several points this season, the Sabres have led the NHL in goals while also playing the least games in the league because yep. of the snowstorm. Yeah, that I was mean, rough. They're just dominant goal scorers. They can score in bunches and yep. they will hit you hard.
0: No, definitely something to look forward to for the Buffalo Savers, and if you're a Savers fan, you know, it's promising. Just be ready, be excited. Savers are going somewhere. Um,
1: Some NHL scores from last night. Uh, Carolina 4, Boston 1. Bruins struggling lately. They're still the number one team in the Eastern Conference, but just their seventh regulation loss of the season at the All-Star break, which is very insane to me. Yeah, seven no, that's
0: said seven, yeah, that's...
1: And I think they've lost, I think they've lost three in a row, don't quote me on that, but...
0: So they're on a little bit of a skid right now, which is not looking good a, for them. They've been
1: on a long road trip, I think they're going to heat up again after the break, though.
0: Once they get home, maybe a little bit of a break, yeah.
1: And then the, uh, the, the other game last night, Toronto 5, Washington 1, this is big for Sabres fans because Sabres now have three games in hand on the Capitals, and they are two points back, so... As long as the Sabers just keep winning their games, playoff odds keep going up and up for the Sabers. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's still a lot of time left in the season going into the All Star break, and I feel like you know Sabers with this time and with how hot they are, they have a really good chance of making the playoffs for the first time. And what's the drought?
1: Eleven years.
0: Eleven years. Is that the longest in the NHL? Yeah, I think yeah. it's the
1: longest playoff drought in NHL history.
0: Wow. Yeah, goes to show. So Buffalo Sabers. I Sabres? don't even
1: remember the last Sabers playoff game. That's how young I was. <laughs>
0: it's yeah let's that's a big step um even if they just make the playoffs, if they get bounced fast they make the playoffs. breaks that drought breaks all the pressure there just starts it up yeah you saw that 2017 with the bills as soon as they broke that playoff drought they even if they got they lost uh low scoring game they still went back next year they were like we did it you know that's off our shoulders yeah. that's a big thing that savers need to do
1: the uh the thing about the Sabres is that they're so young and inexperienced. It could either be a blessing or a curse because yep. um, the Capitals, the Penguins, some of these teams that they're trying to chase right now, very old, very susceptible to being tired late in the year, being worn out, out of gas. Yep. But also, the experience and maybe them being able to bear down and kind of get it done late in the year. We'll have to see what happens. but
0: Yep, completely agreed. Um, Obviously, I think the Sabres... With years, we'll only gain, you know, a lot more experience. Yeah. And, you know, eventually all these young players will be the veteran players. But right now, it's it's not a bad thing being inexperienced, but it's also not good yeah. as well. I
1: mean, I'd rather them be in this position than the position they were last year or the year before. Or the year yeah, before, we
0: had experienced players when we had Eichel and things like that. It's just,
1: just not experience winning. Not Experience ex- yeah. playing at a high level, Yeah, no experience winning or having any kind of chemistry mm-hmm. so
0: um on to the NBA uh Giannis hands it to Kumpo
1: so- yeah yeah the Bucks 135 the Pelicans 110 last night Giannis 50 points yeah 20 of 26 from the field three for four from downtown and 13 rebounds
0: he's a absolutely insane he has to be near the top in the MVP conversation again and I feel like at the rate he's going with his career he's He's going to be up there with the all-time greats eventually, I think. I was just
1: about to say, I mean, we're watching someone truly dominate the competition right now in the NBA.
0: I think you see with the league right now, there are so many young players that I feel like you see the next generation truly shining right now with people like, you know, LeBron's getting old, he's going to retire, Durant's getting older, Curry's getting older, but you see Giannis coming out, you see John Morant, Luka Doncic, it's really like, the the youth of the league is really gonna take over really soon and it, you are already seeing it now with players making, you know, Giannis already has a championship.
1: Another thing about Giannis, he has a very similar uh development track that Tage Thompson did almost. Yeah. He was very raw, very very tall but awkward almost with his body. Completely grew into his body. He is one of the best talents in the on the planet mm-hmm. in any sport right now.
0: You have to say though, Giannis like he might be one of the hardest workers in the league to go from the skinny kid that he was to uh he's one of the strongest players in the league. And another thing about that um Giannis just that, is very easy to root for as mm-hmm. he is just a very great guy, very you know, humble. very stand up,
1: yeah. yeah. He uh, uh I think some of his work ethic is uh credit to the work he did with Kobe Bryant before he passed.
0: Yeah. Um Kobe We've Bryant truly an inspiration for so many people. So I feel like that's big. The Pelicans, without Zion, they're still hurting.
1: Yeah. Pelicans are, they're now, they fall to 26 and 25. They're still in the hunt in the West, obviously. The West is wide open still. Yeah, the West is. really stood out to me in the Western Conference this year. It's, it could go anybody's way. So as soon as Zion returns, they start winning. They have a shot to make a real push for the playoffs here.
0: Yeah. And um, with Zion at full health, I feel like they're, you know, Zion is a phenomenal player, still very young. Yeah. Uh, he can give you a triple double a lot of nights. that a great
1: can, season. He's just yeah injuries.
0: He makes you wonder. Injuries have been a big problem in his career so far. Yeah, I and. think it's
1: I think that's due to maybe his size and yeah we haven't really seen a build like Zion's ever mm. that size but that explosive and that athletic athletic. <laughs>
0: um, you also saw though without um, the Pelicans yesterday without Brandon Ingram, which was you know he's a big part of their offense and yeah, um
1: and that might be a guy that you stick on Giannis.
0: Yeah, and CJ McCollum can get you some buckets, you know, he's a good point guard, can run the offense. He also wasn't out there.
1: No. So they had to lean on their leading scorer last night, Jose Alvarado. Really stepped points, up. Six yeah. Assists.
0: Uh Jose Alvarado, I think he's a very solid uh uh guard out there and he's just not he's not McCollum and he's not no. uh, you, can't,
1: you can't lean on him to Single handedly. Yeah, and play. he's not
0: going to be a really good box team, 33 and 17. Yeah. Um,
1: this box team, again, is going to contend for an NBA championship again this season.
0: Yeah, 100%, 100%. agreed. Um, some other NBA scores to talk about. Um, last night.
1: Cleveland 122, the Clippers 99. Yeah. Uh, this was a very interesting game because. No, none of the starters on either team were the leading scorers for their team. Mm-hmm. For the Clippers, Brandon Boston Jr., 24 points off the bench in the losing effort. But the big story was Chetty Osman, 29 points off the bench, 11 of 13 from the field, and 7 for 7 from downtown.
0: Yeah. Um, Clippers, very big disappoint, disappointment in my opinion this year, especially with Kawhi always being out. It really hurts their team
1: Paul George is banged up a little bit too Yeah, right?
0: and he can only do so much Cleveland, I think Cleveland might contend this year mm-hmm. Like, uh, There's a lot of contenders in the East In my opinion, for the first time in a good while And, you know You have Jarrett Allen, uh, Donovan Mitchell Garland, uh, Karras And even Osman who stepped up You just have a very solid roster All around, I feel Yeah, and
1: you got veterans who were there Even when the LeBron era was still there Osman was there with LeBron mm-hmm. Kevin Love was there with LeBron so, I mean, they know what it takes to get to that level, and I think they It's can. good.
0: See, they have the youth, but they also have the veteran leadership, which yeah, is something that pretty, is really good to lean on. a
1: well-rounded roster. They're, yeah. Last night, they win, and improved them to 31-21. So, they're two games behind Milwaukee. I'm not sure where that puts them in the standings, but.
0: Uh, I think, I believe they're, yeah, they're fifth in the standings, right behind the Nets. And I feel like as a Cavs fan, you just have to be happy for the future again. I feel like the trade was really good. Um that the Cavs made in order to go out and uh, get Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. But I feel like both sides would not trade. Jazz are still playing pretty good ball, uh, especially with what they were projected. So Yeah, their future's bright. Yeah, their future's bright. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of picks after all that. Uh, a lot of picks also for Thunder still. So I think Thunder, once Chet gets back, is going to be great. Um, Yeah.
1: Clippers aren't out of it by any stretch. I mean... No, West they're still open. They're twenty eight and twenty five.
0: Every team in the West can can contend right now. <laughs> um, Grizzlies beat the Pacers one twelve to one hundred last night. Um, leading scorer being Jared Jackson Jr., who had twenty eight for the Grizzlies. But the real story, in my opinion, was John Morant, who had a twenty seven point triple double, twenty seven fifteen and ten. Um, so John Morant, really young as well, but he's out there. He gets boards. He scores a lot. He's maybe the most athletic player in the league right now <laughs> to watch. Yeah, like, I
1: mean, he's, he's one of those guys who you watch play and you try to make an effort to catch some of his games because he's just, every time he steps on the court, it's electrifying.
0: Yeah, I think pound for pound, one of the best players in the NBA currently. Yeah, uh, The Pacers had a solid game. Uh, you had Matherin with 27 points, 8 rebounds. Uh, Matherin, very underrated player in the league, one of the more underrated players. But I feel like the Pacers are still, you know, pretty young, and they don't have experience, so they're no. not even close to contending, but I f- still feel like they have players that have stepped up Their this year. Is
1: I love Tyrese Halliburton. He's mm-hmm. one of the more underrated guards in this league already, and he's very, very young.
0: Halliburton's great. Uh, not a strong game from <laughs> Buddy Heald, but I think Buddy Heald, as a shooter, is ri- a really phenomenal one shooter. One of the
1: best spot-up shooters in our game, mm-hmm.
0: still. And Miles Turner is a pretty, pretty decent center, so... Mm-hmm. I just feel like right now they just don't have the pieces, and the Grizzlies got out of that one pretty handily. Yeah.
1: Uh, Final game was the Charlotte Hornets 122, the Miami Heat 117. The Hornets having a rough season, but yeah, very disappointing loss for the Heat. They're 28-23 and 23 now, trying to gain some ground in the Eastern Conference standings and go ahead and lose a game like this. It's very uh, frustrating.
0: I feel like the Heat are on the opposite spectrum. Is they're too old right now.
1: Yeah, don't, they don't have a ton of young talent. I mean, Autobio starting to enter his prime. Butler yeah. starting to maybe leave his prime in the next couple seasons. Yeah, he's I still think still at a very very high level.
0: Autobio's really strong talent, but they also have Kyle Lowry out there as a big piece for them, and Victor Oladipo with his injuries, it looks like he's kind of out of his prime already right now.
1: Like the one bright spot, uh, very young star for them, Tyler Hero, obviously. But
0: yeah, I um, <clears throat> I just feel like. The window for the Heat is they're going to have to start winning now or their window's going to close very soon.
1: Yeah, I'd be interested to see if uh, they go out and get anybody mm-hmm. at the deadline because they're not out of it either in the Eastern Conference. Five games over 500 after a slow start, playing better recently. Just what, very frustrating loss last night.
0: What I've liked um, about the NBA right now is. Every team competes, really. There's not many teams that are way out of it. There's a few, right. two or three teams at the bottom, but everyone else has a chance of the playoffs, so yeah, it's I mean, really nice to see that. Yeah,
1: obviously out of it at 15 and 36, but hey. <laughs> look at what happened last night. I mean, they yeah. come to play every night. Terry Rozier, 31 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. P.J. Washington, 27 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. Mm-hmm. This doesn't even include LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball had 19 points, but he's obviously young star in the making. Mm-hmm. gonna carry this franchise, not carry, but lead them into contention in the years to come.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Lamelo Ball is definitely the big bright spot on that team, and I feel like um, in the future, if they get a pieces around him, build around him correctly, uh, the Hornets will definitely have a great team. I feel like as an owner, Michael Jordan hasn't been phenomenal, but no. I feel like that was a really good you know, draft pick right there, and I feel like there's not many players that you can say are really better at his age.
1: No, and thing about LaMelo is he's always been one of those guys where uh, the hype hasn't gotten to him. Yeah, He's been very hyped up in his high school career. He played overseas at 16 years old. Always doubted. Played in Australia. The dude was going to the draft. I mean, he rose strictly based off his performance in Australia and very high uh, hopes for him. And he lived up to him again. Yeah. He just
0: continues and again, he was doubted. Everyone was saying he wouldn't make the make it in the NBA. He wouldn't be great. And he's come in to be a young star. And his whole life has been documented or documented from the time he was young. So it's really cool to see him actually, you know, fill the shoes. And
1: big, big Lonzo Ball fan. But safe to say, Melo has surpassed him in the NBA so far.
0: Yeah. Um, in other news, uh, Saturday the Lakers lost to the Celtics. Controversial call. Uh no call on LeBron James. You saw LeBron obviously. Probably the most most emotion I've seen him in a while like perform yeah, he in a while.
1: Completely flipped out on the court. Yeah, like, which Patrick I'm like Beverly bringing out the camera, showing the refs.
0: Hilarious, but definitely deserving of yeah, technical. I mean, good technical But LeBron's still forty one points, nine rebounds, eight assists. He shows that even at his age he's he's him. Um yeah, uh, but for the Celtics you had Jalen Brown who had thirty seven points, nine rebounds, uh, and three assists, and Jason Tatum, who is another phenomenal player with thirty points as well.
1: That duo, man.
0: Yeah, that duo is amazing. And then I feel like the Celtics just have a really complete roster. Even Al Horford does, is, you know, pretty solid player, but you have you know, um, Grant Williams out there who plays really good. You have Robert Williams out there who's...
1: Marcus Smart. Yeah, Marcus Smart, year.
0: Defensive Player of the Year. You just have a lot of smaller pieces that turn, that are really good at their job. them one, the the,
1: one of the best organizations in professional sports, Boston mm-hmm. Celtics. They're cons- constantly consistent.
0: Yes, completely agree. That being said, LeBron James definitely was fouled there, and I feel like with that foul it would have been a different yeah, game. I
1: mean, The game ends right there if that foul's called. Yeah, Very, very tough, but if you're LeBron, you almost risk giving Boston technical free throws there at the end of the game. So, I mean, rightfully upset, definitely a terrible missed call. I mean, the ref's looking right at it.
0: Yeah, and the refs actually apologized this morning did they? Yes, they <laughs> put out a statement saying that they'll lose sleep over it, which is a little ridiculous, but, yeah, but I, mean, they, was, I guarantee they slept just fine, area, but they so. definitely made a mistake, and they put out a public apology, Lakers saying they missed really it.
1: They really that win to get some momentum. They gotta start stacking some wins to get back mm-hmm. into the Western Conference. Uh,
0: I think they're yeah, so. kind of out of it at this point. I feel like they win, but without AD, it's really tough, and he's yeah. When he plays, people forget, like he went on a stretch this year. And people forgot how good he was, but when he plays, he's a great player. He just doesn't play.
1: Easy to forget how good he is because he's just he's never on the court. Yeah, and he's a guy that's hurt every year for at least 10, 15 games. And...
0: Yeah, it's very it's it's tough to see because I feel like his career has been riddled with injuries since he's arrived to LA. And if they if he doesn't get healthy, they're not going to contend again.
1: No, I mean they're in the play in right now, but let's be honest, the play in game it's. That death sentence Yeah, teams, even if you win it. I mean, you're not getting out of there.
0: No, the tournament, it's there just to be there. No one's ever going to make it far from the play-in game.
1: No, I mean, not not in this NBA right now where the, the mm. top teams are so top-heavy that you just can't compete with them.
0: Yeah. Um, in other news, LeBron James, 117 points from passing Kareem for all time. Mm. He could do this at the rate he's scoring, Coming up yeah, three, four games. If he if he has a really good stretch of three games or if he has four, five games that are solid, mm-hmm. he's going to pass Kareem, be number one all time. It really shows how lo- his longevity in the league.
1: Crazy how well he still plays at this age.
0: Yeah, and that's why he's definitely in the GOAT conversation. He can be argued for number one, not in my opinion, but I feel like LeBron's definitely great right there.
1: Arguably still the best player in the league at times.
0: Yeah, and it, even though they're not great, it's not really... His fault necessarily. He pours his heart out like still. It. Yeah.
1: Forty-one points. At how old is he now? Uh, Thirty-eight. 38.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's pushing forty, pushing P, and he's just not.
1: And it's, he's very efficient. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's just chucking up. Forty shots a night. I mean, he's no, just,
0: he's yeah. He can, He's a good shooter. He can shoot his three. Is, improved. isn't the best, but it's definitely improved. His mid-range game is great. Up close, he's, he's unstoppable. To
1: the current... NBA. Yeah,
0: it's definitely changed since he's been there. Um, what about uh, NFL? Who do you have so far, you know, seasons about over as your top five quarterbacks? Starting from five.
1: I'll start from five. I uh, At five, I got Jacksonville's zone, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And just on the fact that he's always been a winner, too, just like Joe Burrow, and he's finally... Uh, put it together in the nfl Mm -hmm. which is good
0: no i feel like he had um i feel like out of all these top quarterbacks he has one of the worst rosters and he still performs yeah
1: i'm i'm excited to see what he can do with calvin ridley in his receiving room next season it's gonna be exciting if you're
0: telling me before the playoffs i think herbert or yeah i think that um lawrence would definitely be like my six or seven but you have herbert um who after that game definitely got knocked out of my top five yeah. because he's absolute meltdown on both sides of the ball. You still
1: very borderline. I mean, he's obviously a great player. Great player, and really he bad. Was banged up, had yeah. a shoulder surgery yesterday.
0: Really bad uh, performance though at the end of that. So I feel like um, I feel like number five for me has to be Lawrence. Yeah. Um, coming in at number four, I feel like I have to have Jalen Hurts at this I point.
1: Also have Jalen Hurts at number four. He's He's what Ravens fans want Lamar Jackson to be right now.
0: Yeah. Um, Lamar obviously dealing with injuries and the contract disputes with the Ravens. But I feel like Hurts right now uh, has really proven himself and proven every doubt or wrong
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, by coming out there and uh, winning games. That's all he's done all year. He's been a winner.
1: He can absolutely kill you on the ground. Yeah. He's so strong. He squats 600 pounds. He's a running back. But he's also one of the better passers in the league.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's, it's, I feel like the Eagles have, out of all play or out of all teams have definitely had some really good running quarterbacks. They had Vic for a while, you know. They had Randall Cunningham, and now you.
1: Donovan.
0: Yeah, and now you have um, Jalen Hurts coming out there. It's just really great to see that you know the Eagles' culture and everything is back with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean, those fans when, go crazy when
1: their teams are good. That city is nuts. That city had
0: the fans get more into it than any other city in the U.S.
1: Uh, my number three. I uh, last minute change. I have Josh Allen
0: at number three. Oh, last minute change for me. I have Joe Burrow at number three.
1: I mean, they're very interchangeable. They're very
0: close. Why I switched up uh, is because looking at it and talking about them is I feel like the receiving core that Joe Burrow has had around him with you know arguably the best receiving core. You have Joe Mixon out there. Spotty offensive line, not great, but he's not much of a scrambler. He can scramble, but he's more of a pocket passer than Josh Allen is, in my opinion.
1: Yeah.
0: And I feel like with that receiving core that I have to have Joe Burrow number three. He makes phenomenal throws. He's a winner. Uh, and I feel like Joe Burrow is definitely my number three and very interchangeable with Josh Allen, I feel like that. His- you, can,
1: you can argue for both of them. Very uh, valid points for both. But when it comes down to it for me... Joe Burrow's playoff success I think puts him above Josh Allen in the end. Yeah,
0: no, I can see that completely. I feel like a lot of his coaching. I feel like with Joe Burrow, he's doing like at his age just like Mahomes, he's really a wonder and I feel like quarterbacks in general in the AFC right now are phenomenal and jo- I feel like Joe Burrow just makes some passes that you don't see. That being said, why Josh Allen's too is he makes he makes passes that I like ridiculous 60 yards downfield effortlessly like when he's when he's playing good he's playing some of the best football i've ever seen but when yeah. he plays bad he's that's the problem that's, with that's me.
1: the that's also another reason i have burrow is he's more consistent
0: yeah i can say that completely and, and josh num-
1: allen he is an alien he's one of those guys that it's like supernatural talent mm. just sometimes makes head-scratching decisions oh uh,
0: yeah he he's a winner and he's a playmaker. The problem is sometimes he tries to be too much of a playmaker,
1: which may not be his fault due to what he has and the plays yeah. he's given, but for right now I still got to stick with Burrow over Allen mm-hmm. just for now.
0: Number 1, I feel like it's pretty unanimous really not easy. Even close. <sighs> oh my god, Patrick Mahomes like we've already said a lot is he he's him.
1: Yeah.
0: Patrick Mahomes is a phenomenal talent. Best. Yeah. And he's as much as I don't like. I'm tired of the Chiefs winning. He's fun to watch. He brings he's some he's of the best as long highlights he's I've a seen.
1: Chief, they're gonna be deep into January every year. So
0: yeah. Okay. Right. Some quick points. Um. Some overrated, underrated. They're properly rated. We'll just spitfire these. Sacramento Kings this year.
1: Underrated. I think they have. More of a complete roster than a lot of the other teams in the Western Conference playoffs right now.
0: I have to agree. Even with the Beam team and everything, like people are cheering for them, but they don't really look into the roster. Uh, they win games and they've been competing, and I think rightfully so. Like,
1: I mean, De'Aaron Fox underrated. Mm-hmm. Devon Sabonis underrated. A ton of guys on that team.
0: De'Aaron Fox is a he's a superstar, yeah. and he just doesn't get talked about. Doesn't
1: though. get the credit. He's maybe the fastest guard in the NBA.
0: Yeah, he's ridiculously fast. Okay, um. Brooklyn Nets, I think, I think properly rated at this yeah. point.
1: I mean, it's tough to judge based on the Kevin Durant injury situation. Mm-hmm. With Durant, I think properly rated. Without Durant, maybe just a tad overrated. Yeah. I don't think it's a team that without Durant can win a playoff series. No, and... Because you're you're missing one of the best scorers of all time.
0: I feel like they need better play out of Ben Simmons, and they'd be really good. If you had Ben Simmons from four years ago where he would actually take some shots or even just dunk, he won't even dunk now. If you had that, they'd definitely be more contending, and injuries have been a big part, but I think they're pretty properly rated because people say they contend when healthy, and that's 100% true. Kyrie's
1: having a great year. He's fun to watch. He he needs some help when Durant's not in there. Ben Simmons was a big acquisition for them for Mm -hmm. Harden, and he hasn't really come through yet.
0: The Mavericks hear me out overrated
1: I was gonna say overrated I think that
0: the Mavericks they have Luca that's about it they have Luca yeah yeah they're very I feel like at this point they're a little overrated but I they, feel yeah, like yeah. with Luca they're always going to be good they're just not gonna contend like people are saying because, until they get more maybe pieces maybe a piece. I mean, yeah
1: great culture best owner in sports and Mark Cuban love Mark Cuban Luca is one of the best young players in the on the planet in any sport mm. but he when he doesn't play, this team is not fun to watch, and it is not a good basketball team.
0: Um. Yeah. Hundred percent agree. Without him, they're just kind of lost. They're meh. Meh. Shy. Yogis Alexander.
1: Stupidly underrated.
0: Very underrated. He is play. He. I think he should have been an All Star Game starter.
1: Arguably, yeah. I. Like, f- this guy. The the development track he's going is just. It's linear. He gets gets better every
0: year, and he's averaging over 30 this year, isn't he?
1: He was at one point. I know he was over 30.
0: He's very close. Yeah, let me know on that. But I know that right now uh, he's been playing his best basketball. Uh, I think he should start over Curry. Curry had less games played. But I feel like even to make an all-star right now is great for him and great for the organization. I feel like best GM in sports when it comes to that Thunder team.
1: Shaggillages-Alexander is averaging 31 points per game five rebounds and five and a half assists
0: yeah very very good numbers and i feel like he's not even in the mvp conversation which goes to show that how underrated he really is
1: this is a thunder team where you look at the roster and you can see what they're trying to build here Mm -hmm. they have a ton of young talent uh a boatload of first round draft picks this team is going to be dangerous agree five years or so brock purdy I think he did a good job with what he was asked to do, mm. but based on the reactions from the media and the fans, he's a little bit overrated for me.
0: I think he's a little bit overrated. I feel like he might be properly rated. As, it, it's close on the edge. I don't think he's underrated at all, but I feel like the problem is is he did his job, but their roster is so complete that it's really hard to say. He, that, didn't, you
1: know, he didn't really make any throws that made you just, like, drop your jaw. yeah. He's just he does what he's supposed to do. Very almost Jimmy Garoppolo like. He he's a winner. He wins games. He's a good game manager. He does what he has to do, but he's not a guy that you're gonna invest your entire future in.
0: Um, Timberwolves. I have to say, overrated. Yeah, very overrated. It's
1: the roster. that It. That's a very good roster. I'm
0: bum, I'm bumfuzzled that the you know with how good their roster is that they just can't get it done. They're very talented. Um, and <laughs> I feel like they're definitely a tad overrated because of the talent they have, uh, they don't win games ever. So I definitely have to say they're a tad overrated.
1: Yeah, I mean, they got Carl anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, Rudy Gobert, Anthony yeah. Edwards. And they, they mean, just
0: can't win a game ever. It's um, just
1: tough, I mean.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, a few more, uh. Jamie and lowered right now? Underrated. I feel like for a while he was overrated with Dame time. In the last few years, since they have not contended, Dame has kind of fallen to the bottom where no one talks to him, but he's still performing really well right now.
1: He's, a, he's His whole career, he's been a top three to five point guard in the NBA. Yeah. But his whole career also, the entire rest of his roster has been fuddy-duddy. Just terrible. Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> he's definitely a shooter and one of the best shooters I've actually seen. Um, he could hit from anywhere on the court. Limitless range. Yeah. So I feel like at this point he's underrated. Previously overrated, but I feel like now he's definitely at a point in his career. I
1: would I would like to see him move on from Portland. But I know he probably he, won't. He won't at this of point of in his career,
0: but I feel like that's going to be his biggest flaw when looking back at his career.
1: Yeah, because he...
0: He's loyal. His but
1: accolades th- don't show up, but he's one of the best point guards of our generation. He...
0: The problem is they bank in too much on his loyalty and don't build around him. Yeah. They got rid Which of McCall. They, they
1: have plenty of money to do so.
0: They had McCall for a while, and they made it to a few, like, Western Conference finals. And once they got rid of him, his best friend or whatever, he's kind of just been there.
1: Yeah. I
0: mean. Stuck in purgatory.
1: What's going on in Portland right now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's all we have for today. Uh, it's been a fun episode. Uh, we hope to see you guys next week. Same time at Monday. Um. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Uh. To the Booth Review Uh, here at WALF 89.7. Have a good day.